if you're listening to this podcast uh, on our SoundCloud or whatever, however you're listening to it, and you'd like to watch the accompanying video, the video is basically just some clips of us training that have been cut together. Uh, so if you'd like to watch the video, just go to the Seeker Strength YouTube channel and it'll be the most recent video there. Thanks. This is training reflections. Yep. Where do we train today? In the High Performance Centre or the High Performance Unit? Uh, this is the High Performance Centre, otherwise known as my shed. Nothing wrong with it? No. Um, so today's training session was fairly short. For you? For me. Yeah. Um, bit of phlegm there, Fitz? Yeah, bit phlegmy. Is that from all the exercise? It's from, <laughs> from all the aerobic exercise. Uh, so today I hit an EPB. Uh, I hang clean 145, uh, which is something I'm very, very happy about. It gets to be EPB training reflections for Fitz. Yeah, so. God bless you and many more to come. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been doing hang cleans and hang very cleans um, from high hang for probably the last five or six weeks um i'm in like a bit of an off season at the moment so i just picked i'm very very bad at hang or especially high hang cleans mm-hmm. why do you think that is i think i just had a really bad habit so from doing fairly high rep hang cleans when i was playing rugby and doing crossfit and stuff like that just got into this habit of i'd drop into the position so i'd hinge my hips back bend my knees and then i'd leave the bar swing out like six inches and then slam it into the front of my quads and that's not optimal for technique no and like it means you can do loads of high hang cleans pretty fast so like if you've like high reps or something especially power high hang power cleans yeah and like in workouts or in like conditioning pieces it's very very easy to do high reps like that yeah um at considerable weight because you're using a lot of oscillation at the bar the bar bends a lot when you do it um but it, it in no way turns over to your main clean zero to your full clean Literally. in fact it makes your full clean worse 100 percent. um so i started doing those back end of june i think yeah um and i built up and then last week i did a high hang power clean at 140 so i knew this week i'd be good for a bit more um in a full clean you just did lots of singles really didn't you you never really did a lot no. of reps in those no 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 it was a lot singles. of singles I, what i used to do is when i'd be building up i'd do reps at 100 kilos yeah and three or four sets um not really uh, built for reps on the lift so i'm not built for reps at all the only thing yeah that i had to my advantage is my giant long gangly hands only, so yeah. i can recycle a bear very very easily going from front rack down to a hang position back to a front rack it's almost a snatch grip for some, <laughs> some people so um, that's that's pretty much the only advantage but i was really happy to hit that pb you know funnily enough um so if anyone remembers the prep for london olympics in weightlifting there was going to be three absolute behemoths competing so one of them was kazid murat akayev so he was a fantastic lifter he was unbelievable he did 210, 250 in training as a 105. What? Phenomenal. And he said one time in an interview that the Russian sports scientists had determined that he responds better to single reps in his training as opposed to high reps like the rest mm. of the Russian team. Yeah. And 210, 250 says it all. You can say what you want. <laughs> but it's interesting, it's like I'm sure across, there's a minimum threshold vo- volume that you need to hit, of course, and lifts, and you have yeah. to get there through different means. But for him... He found that doing obviously trees and fu- trees or something and yeah, high reps yeah. and black snatches didn't work. 
and he, he was incredibly explosive and very low muscle mass. Yeah. Neither of which you have. <laughs> <laughs> no, like he was you would not think he was a weightlifter, like Yeah. And he's lift his jerk was like myself. Unbelievable. <laughs> his jerk was unbelievable. It was so good. His his clean was horrendous, but he used to be able to clean like two forty, like two forty five. Yeah. Interesting to know. Very interesting. That would actually make a lot of sense. So like in sports science, you have optimal power outputs at different weights. Mm-hmm. So I know I've like been like a participant in a load of studies up in UL and it's like yeah. a very, very standard master's thesis is you take 50 people and you get them to do a back squat with a dynamometer on the bar and measure their power output. And my power outputs are always a lot higher at 80%. Or above, whereas usually like general pop is like sixty to sixty five percent. Really? Yeah. So I don't know would there be some correlation between that. Yeah, but anyway, I've been doing a lot of singles of those. Hit a PB. I'm very happy. I want to do one sixty before January. I and I'm going to keep it going into my general you, training. You could have done one fifty today, I think for sure. Yeah. If you had um, just a little bit of, I suppose once you've PB'd, sometimes the old um, the ghost of PB's past kind of leaves you and yeah. Your yeah is gone, you know. You have a lot more yeah when you're going for the PB, the first PB. Whereas like yeah, then adding another five kilos, you're just like, ah, oh, this would be nice if I got it. It's hard, like yeah. The only thing you can do in that situation is jump to the bigger PB first and use the yeah, <laughs> but that's not recommended for but sure. But then if you use up all the and you miss and you miss, oh you're gone. oh boy, you're done for. So a lot of times you're better off just finishing your getting that PB and being happy and leaving more yeah. in the tank. Sometimes. Then after that, I did like forty minutes of wood chopping. Yeah, GPP. Yeah. It's a thing. As you finished your training session in proper order. I did. So I started off with some, some at least once a week now, I'm doing no foot cleans or power cleans. Uh, sometimes I just warm into them. And I just literally worked up to 130 from no foot stuff. Is it because you feel more grounded to the earth like the yoga people do when they go barefoot around the world? I think it desalts you or something, isn't it? <laughs> I think um, it deionizes your skin. I was feeling acidic. <laughs> And I just wanted to bring myself back a bit basic, you know. So I did those up to 130. I use those just to make sure I'm using my traps really hard. And I'm staying flat-footed as long as possible, which are the two biggest cues I think about in my clean, as well as pulling my knees back. So then I worked up to those to 130, and I gradually moved into full cleans, which I did a little thing Mis- we learned from Miso. Or well, Hasano family all seem to do it. It's where you do it. So you do your first, first clean from the ground, whatever, power clean, full clean, doesn't matter. And then you immediately go into the hand clean but you don't pause at the bottom of the let's say you're going to just above the knee as soon as you hit just above the knee you turn around fast and go back into it yeah so you'll see from the video there of whatever point it's playing it's a really fast turnover so it's fast as you can sometimes it's good to do two or three reps so you're just forcing a really fast turnover and being really sharp and really precise for your positions as you can after that then i just did some uh pulls with pauses above the knee or at the knee kind of just for like sets of three not too heavy and then I did my back squats my usual back squats from you know like one I did like two two by four two by three and two by two and then um, that was it really interesting note yeah the back squat with the cons oh yeah sorry actually I forgot to mention that um, so I've, I've cut down some body weight recently because for my clean and jerk um, as Gabriel said basically I clean jerk more if it I lost. If I lost the body weight, basically I was getting in the way. My upper body was a bit too big, and as a result, I'm down to about 100 kilos, down from about 105. 
and I'm gonna stay at 100 kilos, but maybe maybe a little bit lower, one kilo or two in like two months. Maybe we'll see how it goes. And as a result, obviously, of the last some mass, my mobility has increased as was the desired effect, but it increased too much in my lower body, basically. So wearing basically girth squat got around three inches deeper, literally three inches deeper, and there was there's basically an extra portion to my squat. <laughs> And it's just not what I want or need. And no. I definitely don't need it. And I definitely, definitely don't want it. Yeah. So messing laziness last week, I squatted just on my squat only day. I, I just wore, I wore, I wore no shoes or belt or wraps or, whatever, or sleeves. And as I was squatting like 160 and 180, they felt almost better than I did with shoes and sleeves on. So today I said, I just chance them with cons and sleeves and belt on, you know? Yeah. Usual sans weightlifting shoes. <laughs> and lo and behold they were much better you how did they look visually looked great so i think you're definitely getting a lot more like interaction with your hips you're definitely getting a lot more glute contraction yeah and the way the pattern of the squat looks a lot more a lot closer Either. to what your standard squat used to look like before yeah yeah your squat for the last kind of four or five weeks has looked alien because yeah. it's just like it fucking felt it fits yeah and like you're so used to seeing that down up down upwards now it's like down yeah oh look he's still going yeah it was like you're standing on a piece of foam and just sinking deeper and deeper and then you'd come back up out of it there's more at the top yeah and that like that bottom portion of the squat was deep as you said was so under trained yeah that it just didn't look right but it was never there before no that wasn't part of my lift no it'll be interesting to see moving forward now how the cons yeah and how that like and obviously you're going to be wearing your shoes like you'll start transitioning into that more and more but it'll be interesting to see how like training your squat for the next number of weeks with just a flat shoe will alter your normal squat i think before maybe like last year before i would have been a bit attached to waiting shoes and thought i can't squat in flats is it because you have 17 million pairs i don't know why but there's some kind of an identity you know yeah there's like waiting shoes yeah 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 now these felt way better even like with 90s seen the video like the reps are very smooth. Like they felt like it's continuum. Yeah. As opposed to three individual reps that were un- uncomfortable for everyone involved. Yeah. Feels much better now. The so, the squat the scheme of the squat looked a lot more similar to Tashikis. Yes. Very very knees out. Yeah. Uh, like pushing a them. lot of a lot of glutes recruitment. Yeah. And obviously incredibly quadsy. But it felt immediately better, which is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And. It's kind of counterintuitive because cons are so comfy. So comfortable. And doing good squats, that makes no sense. It's confusing, but well, uh, I'm incredibly happy with that. Yeah. And uh, thanks for listening, lads. So thanks. You, hopefully, some of you are watching or slash listening to this on YouTube as well. So I hope you enjoy it. And smash the like button. <laughs> I didn't, uh, don't say that. Don't say that.